another edition of From the Field to the Fans. I'm your host, Keeson Ramirez, filling in for our managing editor, Otis Evagaro. He's out of town. He's kind of doing his thing with TCJA. Uh, he'll be back for a football special coming up next week. Um, but joining me this week is assistant sports editor, Mariah Medina, and sports reporter, Kirk Jones. How's your week been? Uh, it's really been the calm before the storm. Midterms are next week, so I'm, I've just really been enjoying my week before it gets too hectic to manage. Yeah, mine's been out of control. Just a lot of schoolwork and a lot staying busy with the beat and uh, having filling some fun times as well, trying to. So it's been a good week. It's a big week for Bobcat Athletics. Uh, football plays Louisiana Lafayette Tuesday night, ESPN2. Big game for the program. But as you see, we kind of have some new faces here. We're kind of be talking about volleyball and soccer, the sports that we don't really give enough love to. Um, they're playing really well. They're combined 9-1 and one in conference. Um, Texas State Volleyball, you know, they've lost to three sets against UT Arlington last night, snapping their uh, six-game winning streak. So I guess I wanted to talk about what, Mariah, you covered the game yesterday. What was your takeaways from the loss? To be honest with you, I think it, it was kind of a fluke. Um, if you look at, you know, I guess the post-game recap of what happened, they actually had record-breaking numbers uh, for attendance. And it was also an away game for Texas State. Uh, their coach actually had said that uh, she wasn't necessarily expecting a three-set, you know, a three-set match. Uh, she was she was kind of dreading it. She said something along the lines of like, oh, here, you know, here it comes again, another five-set match against Texas State. So it was really surprising for her to, to see her team pull that off. You know, after the game, Coach Chisholm also made a remark along the lines of she, she felt that that the team, nothing really went right for them. So again, I, I don't think that that's Bobcat volleyball in the slightest. Yeah, I agree. I remember they played them at home a couple weeks ago, and I mean, it was a back and forth match. It was, you know, five and five sets, I believe. So I, I kind of agree with that. The, the, it was kind of a fluke, and uh, they were riding high on a six-game winning streak. I look for them to bounce back pretty soon. You look at the sets, 27-25, 25-21, 25-11. With the exception of the third set, it was a close game. I mean, Texas State kind of, you know, back and forth for a little bit. Uh, as you can say, I think I agree with you that it is a fluke. UT Arlington, they beat them last year in the Sunbelt Conference Championship. They beat them this year in five sets. Uh, if they ever play again this year, it'll be another, you know, four-set, five-set game. It's it's very interesting to see, you know, what Coach Chisholm, matter-of-fact coach, you know, says what's on their mind, um, especially coming off this loss. It's kind of frustrating. They had a six-game winning streak, a lot of momentum. Um, and, you know, I can't imagine what practice must be like for, you know, them in the coming weeks. Another thing that she had mentioned, or actually uh, Coach Tracy Smith, she had mentioned that there was only two practices prior to the game in preparation, um, you know. So I, I don't think that it was it was an ideal condition for them to go into, to go into this game. So unprepared I, she didn't necessarily speak too highly of the of the way practice went on Monday Tuesday they practiced over there and so it's kind of like out of their out of their ideal setting so I think that might have also contributed to the loss yeah I mean they've been working hard too it's going you know all over the Sun Belt the South and everything and now they play tough teams so you know you're gonna have your bad games every now and then but uh they got a tough schedule coming up uh this weekend Mariah, you covered the team. You're on the beat. What are they working on in practice that, that you know, this week and the past weeks? Um, well, 
Coach Chisholm always focuses on what's on her side of the net. You know, I don't know how many times I've heard her say that. Every time I ask her, you know, what are you kind of preparing for? What needs to happen? And she she kind of always stresses what's on her side of the net. And right now, Texas State is leading in kills, digs, and assists in the entire conference. The one thing that they're kind of struggling in is blocking. So she's really been focused on blocking. And, um, you know, a lot of the practices, she's she's – she said that they've gone pretty well. Um, very competitive practices. They really improved. Um, they really improved. And this this past game was kind of not necessarily reflect a, a reflection of of those improvements. But blocking has definitely been something that she's been focused on. Yeah, and the games that I've seen, I th- feel like that's the biggest concern too. They have a freshman up there, some uh, their middle blocker and uh, Lauren Kurt. So, you know, she's she's played well, and but she's still a freshman. So I think she's going to have some growing pains a little bit and uh, practice is definitely something you got to address uh, in that situation. Like we do with football, we kind of like to do a spotlight player to watch. A player that, you know, you look at, really important for the coming weeks. Uh, I'll start it off, uh, like you said, Lauren Kirch, freshman middle blocker. She's played 74 sets. Uh, she has 201 kills, which is second on the team. Her hitting percentage is also second. She's a freshman. She's just played 10 games already or 12 games, whatever it is. And she's already, you know, cemented herself as one of the most important players on the team. And when you look at it, she's already won player of the week once. Uh, she's just a really talented player and an important cog for the team. Yeah, no, I agree. One of my players to watch is uh, Shelby Vassmet. I mean, I think she's taken over the team after Mahoney went down. <clears throat> went down. I think she's played well. I think she, both tournaments, the Delta Zeta tournament and – uh, I think I believe the Houston tournament. She won conference or uh, tournament MVP, so she's been kind of the the leader in my opinion of the team. Uh, I think she believes she's the leader on the team in kills. Uh, I think she's stepped up big time. You're only a sophomore, you know. You if you long you ways think, to go, yeah. Yeah, you think like she's a, at least a junior or senior, but she's only a sophomore. Last year she was a freshman, so she's made huge strides going forward. Um. I guess I can't really give you a, a specific player. Something something that I found really really remarkable about the team was that they that you know they're currently leading in assists, kills, and uh, digs. But when you look at individual standings, not a single player is in the top three for those respective categories. So to be able to lead the conference as a team in those categories, but not have an individual player contributing all of those, you know to the, all those statistics, you know, it, it speaks volumes about the cohesiveness of the team. Um, something that Coach Tracy Smith had stated was that they have a very, they have a very cohesive team. This year they've, they've really stepped up into their roles. And I know that sounds a little cliche to, you know, step into your role, but that's something, that's something that the team has really embodied this year. A lot of new faces on the team coming off conference championship last year. Tough to, you know, build upon that. But as you say, if their team effort – building on it they're certainly contenders for sure in the Sunbelt Conference um, they have a pair of games this weekend against Appalachian State Louisiana Monroe uh, Appalachian State 15 and 2 uh, 11 three set wins which is just really impressive in general uh, first in the conference and kill second in hitting percentage they just are a really legitimate team coming in coming into their own in their first year of the conference um, what do you expect from their week uh, matchups this weekend I mean it's gonna be tough uh, you just mentioned 11 uh, 11 victories with three no sets but they did lose to Louisiana Lafayette, that team that Texas State handled pretty well. So I don't think this is totally out of out of like context saying that they have no shot. I think they have a huge, uh, good chance to beat them. Uh, like Mariah said, they're a team. I know Appalachian State's got got the big hitters and leads all the stats, but team-wise, I think Texas State has the advantage. 
I can definitely agree with that, considering the fact that Texas State has really Another thing that she also mentioned was that if somebody doesn't, you know, show up, they have to get out of that funk really quickly. And I think, you know, last night there was kind of, you know, a funk going on that they couldn't. A lot couldn't, of funk. <laughs> a, yeah, lot a lot of, of funk, funk that they couldn't necessarily escape from. So, you know, coming against Appalachian State, I, I really think that they're going to come back with, you know, full force, not letting it happen on their court. Appalachian State led by junior outside hitter hitter uh emily corrigan 305 kills leads the conference that's just an insane amount of kills definitely a tough matchup they're at home um kind of coming off a game utr 10 three sets very important game but we also haven't really addressed louisiana monroe uh six and 14 overall their seven game losing streak in the conference they haven't win uh lasting kills hitting percentage blocks not a team that you really really fear but coming off in two games in four days against Appalachian State and UT Arlington, do you expect an upset from them? Like, what do you expect from Monroe? I mean, it's you don't want to take them lightly. I mean, you, you're playing probably the best team in the conference, and I feel like you'd be pretty prepared to take on anybody after that. So you don't want to take it lightly just because they're losing seven games in a row. Um, you, you know, you still want to play your best, and shouldn't be should be a, a easy win for them going after the Appalachian State. I think a lot of practices revolve around um, respecting your opponent, and I think that, you know, this is no exception. Regardless of a seven-game losing streak, I still think that there's going to be a large degree of respect for their opponent. Um, You know, moreover, I don't think Texas State would allow an upset. And I guess to kind of counter that, I also think that, you know, once upon a time, Texas State was kind of in that position in the sense that they were on a losing streak and they kind of just turned it around with one game. One game sparked that momentum, and now they were on a six-game win streak that was cut short last night. So it could it could really go either way. I don't think there's any way to really know. just depends on how they're feeling that night. Let's put our money where our mouth is. Uh, let's pick them. Uh, two games on the weekend, Appalachian State, Monroe all start off. I think you look at it coming off a game, I'm kind of on the fence on that. I'm going to pick Appalachian State just because I think their firepower just a little bit more than the Bobcats coming off that funky game. Quick turnaround, not a lot of practices. That's interesting. Uh, but Louisiana Monroe, possible letdown there. I think they're going to win that game probably in three sets, so that's what I'm thinking this weekend. Yeah, I think – a player to watch is your player to watch in the Appalachian State game is Lauren Kirsch. You know she's going to be probably up there with the, the the best kill most kills in the conference for Appalachian State. So I think I'm going to have to take Appalachian State right now. I don't think it. I think it'll be close, but uh, I'm going to have to take them in Monroe. They'll handle pretty easily and uh, get a win there. I'm always wrong whenever I predict. So. I guess my opinion doesn't necessarily matter in this regard, but I'm going to go ahead and go with Texas State for this one just because it's like, you know, it's a really it's a really frustrating loss for them, you know, last night. And so I think they're really going to come back with a vengeance regardless of whether or not, you know, they've had ample time to prepare for it. And as for Monroe, I think that it'll be an easy win as well. Volleyball, very good team, uh, one of the most – impressive teams in the conference. Uh, we're going to shift our attention to soccer, also doing a very good job. Uh, they're 8-3-1 overall this season, the best start since 2000. They've they just been really playing well, including as of late. Um, Kirk, what do you take away from their season so far? Well, what I like is the young players stepping up. They've had, they've had several freshmen, Cassie Hormuth and Rachel Grout. Rachel Grout doesn't start as much, but she, she's contributed. She's, I think, second team in goals with three. And I, I like how Coach Connor brings in these young players, and they're already ready to play. And, uh, you know, you're going to have consistent leadership with Lindsey Curry and Tori Hale. But I really like how Coach Connor coaches up the freshmen and, uh, 
it gets them ready to play and contribute right away. You lose Gardini, this the goalkeeper. Yeah. You lose Cotty. You just you lose some things, and they've really replaced it with a class of ten freshmen, and they get a lot of minutes. Uh, looking into ahead of their match, uh, Otis, our managing editor, he talked to Coach Connor. You know, previewing the weekend games against uh, South Alabama and Troy. She uh, Connor talked about like pressure, athleticism, things like that. Uh, uh, take a listen. I've had Coach Cat Connor here with me, Coach. Tough test. South Alabama defending Sunbelt Conference champions. What are you looking forward to in the matchup? Oh, well, they're very direct, very counterattacking. They've got an unbelievable player up top, number 11, and uh, just all, uh, tons of athleticism out there. So we're going to have to make sure that we do a lot of ball movement and off the ball movement. Um, if we get into a 1v1 battle with them, it, it's not going to be good. So we're definitely going to have to make sure we're defending as a unit and that we're attacking as units and making sure the ball does the work and not us just trying to out-athleticize them because it's just not going to happen. They've, they're very athletic. They're very good at that. So we got to make sure that we keep into a possession style of oriented and make them chase the ball a little bit. I know the state of Alabama is traveling to the good old San Marcos this weekend. I know you don't like to look ahead, but if you can give me a sneak preview of what you're expecting from Troy on Sunday, that'd be cool. Yeah, um, Troy plays a 4-4-2 in their possession-oriented style, so that it's a little bit more like our style then. So I think, honestly, both teams will be trying to create possession and, and build into the midfield and then trying to find ways to get in behind. So I think you're going to see a little bit more of a finesse type of ball game out of Troy and us, but they're very good, and they've got a great finisher up top, number one, who just loves to come on the ball and strike it. So it's going to again going to be a great matchup and the the hard part is is it, it's two travel partners that are very very good so it's going to be hard to bounce back win lose or draw on Friday night um, just because then you're going to have another tough game and that's just the Sun Belt. Sun Belt is very good they're very athletic the whole programs are just ready to go after you and coaches are given some great ideas of strategy of how to break you down also. Coach, you started off the season really hot. Then you hit that stretch with Texas, TCU, UTSA, and Prairie View going one and three. What do you think the how do you what do you think the team has done differently to kind of change their mentality entering conference play? Well, I think against TCU and against te Texas, it gave us a and even UTSA gave us a gave us a great idea of how the people are going to try to pressure us and how we're going to almost have to try to almost play a little bit direct, but then how to you know get our midfield to hurry up and get in behind and, and give us support so we can qu quickly create those combinations to get in behind in the flanks. And so that's what it taught us there. We got a lot of chances to look at film and break it down and let all the different forwards and the midfielders understand how to do it and how to work. Um, Texas was actually a great showing in the sense that they actually did a good job at it. So it gave us a visual to see how we should play. And of course, you know, they're not doing so bad. So they're number 25 in the and the RPIs so that's a good plus for us to look and say okay this is what we've learned from them now let's get there and let's keep doing it you know our style Bobcat style and see if we can get ourselves in the top 50. What I thought interesting about what coach Connor said in that interview was that you know South Alabama very aggressive team loves to empty the pressure very good team but they don't want to you know play to their own style they want to you know play Texas State soccer and not cater to uh, South Alabama in practice she's been doing a, a drill called numbers down which is kind of a way to simulate the pressure and the aggressiveness of the team where they have more offensive players than defenders and they just want to put the defender in a position where they're ready to you know attack them rather than the other way around uh, very good team they leading the nation in goals with 3.585 per game uh, they had 11 goals last weekend and they take 24 shots per game this is a team that is very aggressive uh Kirk what do you what are your thoughts on them yeah I think you're not gonna you want to do the best you can to match their aggressiveness but you like coach Connor said you don't want to play to their style you want to play your own I mean they have experience playing this team they played them last year um, in the in the tournament in the semifinals and lost and of course South Alabama ultimately won I mean you're gonna have to play this is the probably the best team you're gonna play all season you gotta you know get your players in the right mindset and uh get ready to 
played the best game he played all season. I, I can definitely agree with that. You definitely definitely have a lot of players from our end that can kind of match that energy, match that aggression on the field. And so I think that, yes, while you're still playing Texas State soccer, you can kind of still match that, that kind of energy. Jaguars forward, freshman, Chard Hanna, 13 goals, fourth in the nation. South Alabama, very big game at home in San Marcos. But the other team, not a bad team at all either. Troy, 10-3. and three. Uh, They're pretty much in the middle of the conference in every category. Coming on Sunday, after the game against South Alabama, do you, what do you see in that matchup? I mean, it's, it's going to be back-to-back tough matchups. I mean, I think Troy is one of three teams in the South Alabama, or it's the Sun Belt, that have 10 wins. So, you know, back-to-back tough games, probably the toughest part of your schedule all season. And uh, both in Al- both Alabama teams, you know, I think that's good that you're playing a team like South Alabama because, you know, you're, you're already playing at the highest level. There's not much drop-off there, and uh, you can transition to uh, that tough play, pretty, pretty easy transition from game to game. As it is, I think that uh, Texas State has a very high-energy defensive play. You know, they're, they're very aggressive as well. So I think that, uh, you know, I think that it'll be a great match. Like Kirk had said, you know, it's easier to, to start difficult and then go, you know, not necessarily downgrade, but, you know, play different energy teams. And so I think that while this is the toughest part of their schedule, um, they're going to have a difficult time, I guess, but it's, it's going to prepare them for future matches. In the past, this team has really struggled with playing down to the opponent's level. They'll play against Prairie View, kind of, you know, give them a little match. They'll play against Texas. They'll play really well. That's really important for this team to, you know, stop doing that and just play consistent soccer. Um, pick them. What do you guys think? I think South Alabama, very good team. I'm leaning towards South Alabama. I think it'll be 3-1, to 2-1 to one kind of score. I think Troy close game. I'm going to pick 1-1 draw. I think Troy's a good team. Texas State's coming to their own, but I think they'll split against Troy, losing in South Alabama this weekend. Yeah, I, th- I think that they will unfortunately lose to South Alabama. They're just, like you said, 3.9 goals per game. Leads to not in the sum of the nation. That's going to be tough. I think they drop that one. I think they can beat Troy. They're uh, on that level, and uh, I think they can pull that one out. Um, you know, I kind of have to agree with what you said. They're probably going to split Troy, and... Uh kind of fall to South Alabama. Um, South Alabama is second in, in the Sun Belt Conference right now. Am I – or second? Right below Texas. State. They're uh, tied for first. With, tied for first. Yeah. They haven't lost a game. Yeah. 2-0-1 and yeah. overall. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, well, I mean, it's, it's going to be a de- definitely going to be a tough team to go, go up against. Spotlight players. Team has a lot of players to pick. Uh, my player personally, Lindsey Curry, 58 shots this season, leads the conference four goals she had a little bit of a rough stretch during the year now she's really playing better you know really confident in that offense that kind of caters to her skills Lindsey Curry for me would be the player to watch I like Caitlin Reinhardt the goal goalkeeper she's had four shutouts on the season great transition from a great goalie Natalie Gardine last year she's really stepped up and uh, she gets a ton of saves Uh, she's my player to watch in these two games I know that I had uh, previously mentioned high energy, you know, uh, Tori Hale is definitely, you know, embodies that, that word. You know, she's a high energy player. She's all over the field, has four goals on the season. And so I think that she's definitely going to be able to contribute a lot. She's moving from midfielder to forward. So it's going to give her many more opportunities to contribute to the team. And, and I think it's going to be great to kind of just see what she does with that uh, shift in position. 
it's a big weekend for Bob Path Athletics. You have tough matchups all across the board. You have volleyball, soccer, football playing, nationally televised game, ESPN2 against Lafayette. Uh, any final thoughts on the weekend? Yeah, as you mentioned, this could be the, one of the best weekends, or I guess weekends and weekday uh, in, in Texas State sports, nationally televised game, football team playing, a great team in, uh, at home. I just, I'm, I'm excited about this weekend and all the sports and all the competition and uh, the high energy competition of that uh, that's going on this weekend, Texas State sports. Forgive me ahead of time. Okay, so this weekend definitely embodies the whole rising star of Texas. Uh, that Texas, oh my gosh, please don't. <laughs> don't give me that look. <laughs> I, no, it really, it really is a cliche, but, but at the same time, it's like we, we do have a nationally televised game. Our, our teams, two of which are undefeated, you know, volleyball was, was previously undefeated. Um, but, you know, we're playing at such, such a good level you know, it really, it really exemplifies, this weekend really exemplifies what we're doing as an athletic program and as a university. So I think it's going to be interesting to watch. This isn't the Texas State of old. The Texas State of old wasn't really necessarily up to their level. Now they're playing better in every sport. Every team is a contender. They're not lagging. Uh, so I really encourage the fans to, you know, make it out to games and really give them the support that they deserve. Um, they're really going in a direction that's positive. They're not there yet, but they will be. Um, and that's really my final thought. Um, and as that's really all we have for the show today. Uh, if you want to tweet us the questions, tweet us at, at University Star or at UStar underscore sports with the hashtag field to fans. Uh, for me, Mariah, and Kirk, uh, that'll be it. As I always say, hasta luego.